Hello, my name is Gerald and I want to thank you so much for showing up today. In these videos, I will always speak directly to you and never ask anything of you. Hobbies are notoriously a financial burden that are justified by the happiness that they bring you. Your hobbies likely make up a large portion of your spending. Whether it's golf, snowboarding, being a foodie, or consuming craft beer, which, let's be honest, that's just an excuse you tell your partner to explain your excessive alcohol intake. Just because it's a financial burden does not mean you should give up your hobbies or even switch hobbies. You must examine your hobbies, look at the money you are putting into them, and determine if the happiness they bring you is worth the cost. You may find that you are spending far too much and should be putting some of that money towards buying a new couch or even saving for your future. It's all about considering the other things you could be doing with that money, and whether or not those other things would bring you more happiness. This is the idea of opportunity cost. If you spend more money on your hobby, there are other things that you can't spend that money on. While having a hobby is important because it enriches your life, you should be conscious and track the amount you are spending. So the question I asked myself, probably about three years ago, when I actually started making a good amount of money where I could spend a lot of money on hobbies, was how do I participate in a hobby without incurring financial burden. The answer I came up with was to have a hobby that creates monetary value or one where I could at least recoup the costs associated with the hobby down the road. So the way I got to that, uh, that point is I looked at the things that I enjoyed and I, I tried to find ones that incorporated some skill I had or a knowledge of something. For example, if you love cars and you know how to work, work on them, then buy beat up cars and restore them. Maybe some classics. I don't know. A nice, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> that way you can keep them and you can enjoy them. But then down the road, if you need some cash, you can sell them. Or if you end up with a big purchase like a house or you want a, a new minivan or something like that, you can sell one of those cars and buy that. Another example is if you love baseball cards, spend some time familiar, familiarizing yourself with the pricing of the cards and try to find cards that are priced under market value and do that to build your collection rather than just paying um, the market price up front. So those are just a couple of random examples. Um, neither of them will probably work for you. So for me, it really started with repairing video game systems. I wanted to get into electronics and learn more about it. So I bought a bunch of Ataris and um, an Intellivision just anything I could get my hands on that was broken and cheap. I repaired them and I sold them for a decent profit. So at that point, I started hunting at flea markets and thrift stores for cheap games and systems to fix, things I thought I could resell. And really what that turned into is it turned into a hobby for me. So I just started collecting video game stuff. Like, for example, this guy right here, Mario Kart 64. Um, probably nothing special if you're if you don't care about video games, but this is in box and it's a game from the nineties. I got it for about $45 on eBay with shipping and I'll probably be able to sell it for about $90 as long as the, the price holds there. So I have a pretty good chance of at least making my money back down the road when I want to sell it. So at this point I could probably sell my video game collection, which you guys can see some of it back, back there. Um, for double what I paid for it. I mean, I even found an Atari for $8 at the flea market and I still have it because I like it, but it's an 80 to $100 for that Atari on eBay. So I definitely got my money's worth there. I'll probably sell the majority of my video games 
um, the things I've collected when it's time to buy a house. And so that's just a great um, source of extra money that you just have laying around your house and that things do go bad or there is a large purchase, then you can cash that in. Um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever hobby you choose, just make it something where you, you could recoup at least some of the cost or even make some money. I mean, really, if I was good at working at cars, I would definitely just buy a bunch of cars and fix them up and resell them and keep the ones I liked. All right, there are certainly hobbies that you probably enjoy that cost a lot of money and create no resale value, no way to recoup those funds, and that's okay. If you truly enjoy it, do it. I mean, I gotta be honest here. Collecting video games isn't my only hobby. Um, I also mountain bike. have a quite expensive mountain bike that I bought new, and the second I bought it, probably lost half the resale value. But I just truly enjoy biking. Like it's it's worth it to me, you know. And so there's going to be things like that for you. But if you do have an interest that could result in some type of profit or or at least a, the ability to recoup your money in the future, maybe choose that over mountain biking or fly fishing or snowboarding or whatever it is, or do both. You know, you could even fund one hobby with another hobby. That's an idea. Alright, so you gotta let me know if you like the shorter episodes or if you like the longer episodes. We are just starting out here, figuring out what what you enjoy. And so please do send me an email at lifebelowyourmeans at gmail.com or find me at Twitter at um, lifebelowyourmeans. And just let me know what you think of the the series so far and what you believe I could do to improve it. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here.